it's not about perfect. It's about effort. And when you bring that effort every single day, that's where transformation happens. That's how change occurs. Hello and welcome to episode 305 of Under the Color of MS. This is a Wellness Wednesday episode. Just a little quote by Jillian Michaels. Start us out. And we're just going to look into a variety of things, see what we got here. Let's go down my list. Uh, Activated charcoal is a black, odorless, flavorless powder that has been used since ancient times to treat various ailments. It's thought to offer several other benefits. Uh, is most commonly used in medical settings to treat drug overdoses or as an emergency anti-poison remedy. I know someone that had to use it for anti-poison once. Uh, it's got other benefits like less gas and flatulence, lower cholesterol levels, and improved kidney functions. Some people claim it can help whiten your teeth. Uh filters water and even cures hangovers and I've seen it in water filtration units. Activated charcoal is a charcoal that has been treated with oxygen at very high temperatures to make it more porous. This treatment changes its internal structure, reducing the size of its pores and increasing its surface area. Activated charcoal is a type of charcoal that's Process to make it more porous. It's sold in both supplement and powder form, as well as added to various foods and household products. Its negatively charged, porous texture helps trap toxins, preventing your body from absorbing them. It is also effective at trapping gases to alleviate flatulence. And hopefully you shit it out with the toxic stuff and it doesn't just sit in your body. It may treat poisoning, drug overdoses, and a condition called TMAU. It may also help lower cholesterol levels, though more research is always necessary in everything. TMAU, it's also, it's trimethyl Thylaminuria, also known as fish odor syndrome. It's a genetic condition which TMA, trimethyl, trimethylamine, a compound, a compound that smells like rotting fish, accumulates in your body. Your body usually converts it into an odorless compound before excreting it through urine. But people with TMAU lack the enzyme needed to perform this conversion. So that's how this, the charcoal can help out. Uh, activated charcoal has various popular home uses. However, only gas reduction, diarrhea reduction, and water filtration are supported by science. More research is needed for the other types of things like tooth whitening, hangover protection, it's and skin treatment. 
applying it to your skin is said to aid to treat acne, dandruff, and insect and snake bites. But they're just claims, like many things. Activated charcoal is generally considered safe, but maybe may cause unpleasant side effects like vomiting. It may also interfere with some medications. So definitely check with your doctors before you play around with it if you decide to try it. It's available as a powder and a pill. Be sure to follow the dosage instructions on those labels so you don't overdose on the toxicities, factors, or anything like that. It's going to cause you extra problems. It's a natural remedy with various uses. It's most commonly used as an emergency overdose, an anti-poison treatment, blah, 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 blah. Uh, can fight symptoms of pitchy odor syndrome. Improve kidney function, reduce gas and diarrhea, and lots of stuff, but it's got to still be researched further to find out more, of course. Uh, some resistance bands. These things are awesome. They're cheap. You can buy them online. You can buy them at stores. You can get if you're seeing a physical therapist, they'll usually give you a couple sets of resistance bands to take home if you ask, or if they have you doing certain exercises related to them. And then they'll let you take them home so you got you can practice at home. But there's a lot of different sizes, a lot of different thicknesses, ones for different types of workouts. But it's a very cheap thing to put in your home, tie to doors, tie to heavy objects, use for stretching, just use for walking, sidewalking, sidestepping, and different type of lunging and stuff like that. There's a ton of exercises you can find, workouts and stuff. For Just look up resistance band workouts and you'll find out things. But here's a suggestion of some resistance bands and... They run anywhere from $10 to $11 to $20 to $21 on up, depending on the type you get. The best uh, at the time of this posting, the best resistant loop band was considered Fit, Sim Fit Simplify Loop Band Set. They're cheap. They're in the low price range. Circumference is 24 inches. So you're going to have to tie a bunch of them together to get them to do enough stuff if you need more than 24 inches. So you got to take that into consideration, the length and all that stuff that you're going to want. The best resistance bands with handles are Dynapro exercise. They're a mid-level cost. They run around 66 inches in length. Those are great for doing. You could stand on the band and do the arm curls and lifts and raises and all that stuff. You can do punching things. You can hook it to a door and do your punching exercises, stuff like that. It's always nice to have a set with hand grips so you can do type a variety of different things instead of 
lifting weights, you can mimic the weight things using the resistance bands. And then if you do resistance workouts with your muscles, tighten them and uh, work against your muscles. It makes your muscles believe you're lifting weights and it does benefit you just as well, if not as close to it as you can get without going in the gym and getting on a big, big unit with big old weight machine with all kinds of extra benefits to it. The best fabric resistance band is arena strength fabric booty bands. They're a mid-priced one. Their circumference is 27 inches. Again, you're looking at buying multiples for those to get if you need longer lengths and stuff like that. So look into what you're using them for. And those ones are great if you have an allergic reaction to latex because they got like the uh, material on them, the fabric material. So you don't have to deal with the latex directly against your skin. The best resistance band for older adults. This is a very common one that you'll find in the physical therapy format is resistance band for seniors from Curtis Adams. They're in the cheaper price range. Length is 44 inches on average. Another one that you'll see at a lot of physical therapy places is a weight training style resistance band, which is WOD fitters, W-O-D fitters, assisted pull-up resistance bands. These are higher priced, but they're the thicker, narrower bands, longer. These run around four. 44 inches, but they're great for doing a variety of different stretching, pulling, arm workouts and stuff like that, where you got to pull off a wall and stuff like that. So those are a big benefit to a home health program. I love my resistance bands. They help a lot with the gait issues, the walking issues, the leg muscles and stuff like that. So Take that into consideration and try some of those out. See some signs of gluten intolerance. Symptoms of celiac disease. Celiac disease is the most severe form of gluten intolerance. It's an autoimmune disease that affects about 1% of the population and may lead to damage in the digestive system. And... People with celiac disease may experience inflammation in the small intestine after eating gluten. May deal with things like diarrhea, constipation, and smelly feces, feces, fatigue. Uh, All gluten intolerance, celiac type things and stuff. Uh things that you may have and deal with. Also, if you have those issues with the fatigue is feeling tired, which is common among people with autoimmune disorders, including celiac disease, but several factors are thought to contribute to fatigue in individuals with celiac disease, including chronic pain, sleep disruptions, and psychological conditions such as depression. 
Skin reactions, gluten intolerance can also affect your skin. Uh, a blistering skin condition called dermatitis. Herp, herpetiformis is one manifested of celiac disease. Uh, other types of skin conditions that have shown improvement while on a gluten-free diet include psoriasis, which is the inflammatory condition characterized by scaling and reddening of the skin, alopecia areata, which is an autoimmune disease that appears as non-scarring hair loss, chronic urticaria, which is a skin condition characterized by recurrent itchy pink or red lesions with pale centers. I had a friend that had psoriasis his whole life, born with it. Seen him at times where he's had it from head to toe. Just nasty, terrible. And he came across, he went on a gluten-free diet and he's, last time I talked to him, he was pretty much clear of it actually going out to swim places swimming whereas he wouldn't go swim swimming when we were kids because of his skin but yeah so i've seen the stuff work for people and heard good things but that's why i was considering a gluten-free as being one of my next flushes depression and anxiety is common among people who has celiac disease. Uh, gluten intolerance can drive depression. And how it can drive depression includes atypical serotonin levels. Uh, gluten exorphins. These peptides are formed during the digestive digestion of some of the gluten proteins they may interfere with the central nervous system which may raise the risk of depression changes in the gut microbiota and our, we know our gut gut microbiomes is very important have a happy gut uh, unexplained weight weight change is often a cause for concern it's a common side effect of undiagnosed celiac disease Iron deficiency anemia. Uh, some causes and symptoms such as low blood volume, fatigue, shortness of breath, dizziness, headaches, pale skin, and weakness. Uh, autoimmune disorders. Celiac disease is an autoimmune disease that causes your immune system to attack your digestive tract. After you consume gluten, so. people experiencing joint and muscle pain for numerous reasons. There's a theory that those with celiac disease have a genetically determined oversensitive, oversensitive or overexcitable nervous system and have a lower threshold to activate sensory neurons that cause pain in muscles and joints. Uh, Ligger arm numbness. And a lot of these are things that you're going to see with just multiple sclerosis itself. But if you're focused mostly on those things, you can always get tested for that celiac disease and see or try a gluten-free diet, see if it helps. 
Uh, like in our numbness condition is common in individuals with diabetes and vitamin B12 deficiency. It can also be caused by toxicity and chronic al- alcohol misuse. Individuals with celiac disease could also be at a higher risk of developing this neuropathy. Celiac disease is an autoimmune disorder associated with a long list of symptoms, including diarrhea, constipation, fatigue, chronic pain, depression, anxiety, unintentional weight loss, and more. So check with your doctor if you're worried about any of those symptoms and maybe consider doing a gluten-free flush. Uh, Symptoms of non-celiac gluten sensitivity can be bloating, diarrhea and constipation, stomach pain, headaches, fatigue, depression and anxiety, pain, brain fog, a lot of things you could have with celiac. And so it's like, yeah, but non-celiac gluten sensitivity is a form of gluten intolerance that can cause all those things. So best off just try the gluten-free diet in my opinion to start with and then go from there but symptoms of wheat allergy could be things like a skin rash digestive issues nasal congestion anaphylaxis Uh, wheat allergy is a type of food allergy that may cause those things Basically, gluten intolerance can have numerous symptoms. However, keep in mind that most of the symptoms on the list that I talked about have other explanations as well. So don't just rule everything out and expect it to be that. Nevertheless, if you regularly experience some of them without an apparent cause, then you may be reacting to the gluten in your diet. Speak with your healthcare professional about what may be the best options for you to try out and see how they help you. Some gluten-free grains are sour, sorghum, sorghum, quinoa, oats, buckwheat, amaranth, teff, corn, and brown rice. So you get a variety that you can try out to hopefully make recipe and menu items that you can enjoy without missing out on the things that you used to have when you do change your diet that way because it does take a lot of things out of the picture that you got to take into consideration. And then let's look at some unique and healthy vegetables like daikon. It's a winter radish often used in Asian diets, Asian dishes. It has a crunchy texture. It's mild, peppery flavor. It resembles a large white carrot carrot with a leafy top. I've seen it, but never tried it. And listening to that right there, it'd probably be a good one to add to certain foods. Taro root is a root vegetable that's popular carb source in Africa and Asia. When cooked, it has a subtly sweet taste and soft texture, making it an excellent stand-in for potatoes, sweet potatoes, and starchy vegetables. So yeah, that'd be a good one to try and boil up and see if I can make a 
a good tasting mashed potatoes from it. Delicata squash is a type of summer squash, though harvested during winter, with an oblong shape and creamy color marked by vertical stripes. Unlike other squashes, 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 <laughs> sasquatches, such as butternut or pumpkin, delicatas have thin, tender skin and can be eaten without peeling the outer rind. It has a sweet pumpkin-like flavor that pairs well with many foods. Interesting. Never heard of it. Sunchokes. Basically, the they are a type of sunflower grown for its edible tubers, which are com- commonly known as sunchokes. They come from the Jerusalem artichoke. Uh, the starchy vegetable looks like a ginger root. When cooked, it's tender and tastes slightly nutty. Interesting. It's also high in iron, which is an essential for red blood cell production and insulin. A type of inulin, a type of fiber that may promote digestive health and blood sugar control. Chayote squash belongs to the same family as pumpkins and zucchinis. It's a bright green wrinkled squash, has tender edible skin and white mild flesh. That's typically cooked, but can also be eaten raw. Interesting. Dandelion greens. Uh, They're not as popular as leafy greens. They're loaded with an array of vitamins, minerals, and potent plant compounds, including vitamin K, iron, and polyphenol antioxidants. Fiddleheads. These are weird-looking little green root-type things. Uh, They're the flavorful leaves of young ferns. That have not yet unfolded. They're popular among foragers. They're harvested from immature ferns and have a tightly wound curled shape. I've seen them before. They're rich in nutrients and plant compounds such as provitamin A, vitamin C, and manganese. Their carotenoid plant pigments include lutein and beta carotene, which have antioxidant and anti inflammatory effects. And may can protect against various conditions like certain cancers and eye diseases. And they're easily incorporated into stir fries, soups, and pastas. I want to find out what they taste like. Try them out. Jicama is the edible root of the Pacarisus erosus vine, a turnip like in shape. It has white, mildly Sweet flesh, the tuberous vegetable is loaded with vitamin C, a water-soluble vitamin that's important for immune health, and acts as an antioxidant, and it's good prebiotic that's good for your gut health. Cassava is also known as a yucca. It is a root vegetable that looks like a sweet potato, but has a milder, nuttier taste. Often mashed, fried, or roasted, it must be cooked to reduce its levels of cyanogenic glycosides which may impair thyroid function so definitely make sure you cook it 
a good source of vitamin C, several B vitamins, magnesium, potassium, manganese, and copper. Celeriac is a peculiar root vegetable that's closely re- related to celery and parsley. It has a celery-like taste. Makes an excellent low-carb substitute for potatoes and soups and stews, though it can also be enjoyed raw. Rutabaga, also called Swedes, Snaggers, and Neeps, are cruciferous vegetables in the same family as kale, cauliflower, and cabbage. Uh, they're crossed between turnip and cad- cabbage and closely resemble turnips in appearance. However, they have tougher skin and milder flavor. They're low in calories but rich in nutrients like fiber, vitamin C, phosphorus, potassium, manganese, and magnesium, making them a nutrient-dense vegetable that can be enjoyed raw or cooked. Uh, Romanesco is an eye-catching vegetable with an intricate spiral-like shape and bright green color. I've seen that before. It offers several powerful plant compounds. It's rich in polyphenol antioxidants and other plant compounds. It has anti-cancer and immune-boosting effects. Uh... There's bitter melon. It's got a bitter taste. Often used in dishes like soups and curries and stir fries. Helps with a variety of conditions like diabetes, pneumonia, kidney disease, and psoriasis. Purslane is an edible weed that grows naturally in fields and lawns. It's a succulent. It has glossy leaves and a lemony flavor. Uh, it's got impressive amounts of potassium, magnesium, and alpha linolenic acid, ALA, and plant-based omega-3 fat. Uh, Mashua, M-A-S-H-U-A, really goofy looking squashed carrot looking things. It's a flowering plant native to South America, produces edible tubers with Pungent, peppery flavors. Uh, antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, antioxidant effects. It's, uh, often cooked, but can also be served raw. Tomatillos. Tomatillos. It's a Mexican cuisine, popular with Mexican cuisine. Per nightshade family, they resemble Tomatoes. Got to remove the papery husk before eating them. When ripe, they take on a green, purple, or red hue, depending on the variety. They can be picked at different points of ripening, offering a tart taste when young and sweeter flavor when mature. There's ramps, are a type of wild onion that's native to North America. Uh, strong garlicky aroma, rich flavor. Popular among chefs and foragers alike. Great source of vitamin C. Uh, Helps with cellular damage and infections. Salsify is a root vegetable that resembles a long carrot. It comes in white and black varieties. Has a distinct flavor and appearance. 
dark skin that's often called vegetable oyster due to its mild oyster-like flavor. Uh, the white variety has tan skin and is said to taste like artichoke hearts. It's got vitamin C, vitamin B, and potassium in it. But, yeah, try them out, right? Different things you can play around with. See, just make sure you read up how to cook them right and whether or not they're dangerous raw and stuff like that or if you got to take any flesh off from skin or anything like that. Just look into them. Play around with recipes so you can make yourself some healthier, better, better for your foods, better for you foods. But we're going to leave it at that point today. It's just going to be a quick Wellness Wednesday episode today. So have a great day. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. Kick the shed, monster. You got this. Tell a friend. Hit the subscribe button, like us, hit the like button, leave us a comment, question, whatever. We'll get back to you. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again soon.